Oh, are you lost? I'm messing with you. I know this is on purpose. <laughs> Hello, ladies, gentlemen, they, them, and Mr. Human. This is Ella Trevino, your host for the morning, evening, night, whenever you happen to be listening to my voice. What you're about to let yourself hear is pretty heavy. Rest assured, I am okay now. Due to the pandemic that we are facing today, many people, but it can be seen most in teenagers, are being succumbed into a dark place. Being forced to stay at home with nothing but stressing homework and the internet in your grasp, one's mental health is surely to decline. Mixed with an uncontrollable need to eat at odd hours in the day, technically night, and one's body image begins to be distorted by their own mind. Especially when all the news channels talk about how the recent pandemic is affecting society and the economy, or how good a certain model looks half-naked. I like this poem because of the many comparisons it gives, as well as the vivid imagery the author puts there. The author compares two known people-slash-groups that are the complete opposite of one another. Metaphor is the word for it, if I'm not mistaken. I've always had a hard time trying to figure out the word for it rather than the reason, seeing as I hardly paid attention well enough to my English teachers in the last 10 years. Sorry guys. The reason I chose this poem was because in some parts, this person is me. I never seemed to fit in with those who were well-known, but not the smart popular, the I-do-dumb-things-and-you-love-it popular. I have an obsession with the film that is dubbed The Breakfast Club. I had issues with self-harm. I had, and occasionally have, body image issues. Between purging, vomiting, and starving, I would always feel guilty because of my mom. It seems silly, but my reasons to stay were, there's lots of books out there you have yet to read, more places you'd love to explore, and more things you want to accomplish, you know you do. I gave in to getting help because I thought of my mom. Everything eventually turned to, what would happen to my mom if she I was gone? How would she cope? What will she do? Depression insists we stay in, by Katie Ritchie. There's not a single thing in your closet that should be worn after 1997. You do look fat in those pants, probably gained 20 pounds in the last 30 minutes. There's no parking within 10 blocks of the party. All the people you hate are already there. They're miserable too. But tonight, you won't be able to tell. They'll have green string tied around their middle fingers and you're supposed to know why. There will be 22 words spoken you don't know the meaning of. You will end all your sentences with prepositions. People will notice. People will laugh when others mention Gary Johnson. You never googled Aleppo. You don't know what it is either. All your friends will ask if you're okay. Remark that you're always so down to earth. This will remind you the entire world lies. You'll think about Lance Armstrong and Millie Vanilli and your best friend who made out with your very first boyfriend when you were home with strep. You slept with his letter jacket, 
had to wash the snot jewel tear stains in the sink. You love John Hughes movies. If you stay, you can watch The Breakfast Club for the 57th time. Pinky swear you won't think about self-harm. Swear you won't imagine all the ways this could end. Think of the relationships you neglect by leaving. The inanimate objects to be moved and then replaced right back where they were. The two Oreo cookies left in the package to reassure you didn't eat them all at once. Think about the floor in the bathroom. How much more sense things make lying with your bare back on the tile. This is you. You are the plate and the half-eaten sandwich. You're the pile of laundry. Don't forget how Barney the purple dinosaur meaningless it is out there. The stain on the carpet is you. Those unread books, you. Don't forget you. Thank you.